Hey, Chris. Yeah. I got a question to ask. What's up? All right. I've noticed that is it a possibility that people in general are extra sensitive? Sensitive how? Well, you know, there's a lot of lotion companies out there. No. Um, with this whole bullying situation. Because it seems like it's it's off the chain more now than ever before. Well, anymore, it's like it, it just seems like you can't say anything or do anything without somebody or, you know, some group getting upset or bent out of shape about what was said. And then you need to come back and have an apology. Um, it's like now you got the anti-bullying campaign. So it's like. You can't. You just can't say anything or make fun of anybody without them, I, well, killing themselves. I guess. I Look, when I think about a bully, I think about like the sixth grader that's like fourteen years old right. that tries to shake you down for your lunch money, or right. you know, and then you always have to like beat him up in order, and then y'all become best friends, and he ends up giving you free tires when he turns eighteen. Uh-huh. So with this whole thing about everybody being a bully that disagrees with you. I don't understand that because, you know, if you come in with some tight pants and flooding, mm, <laughs> I'm might going to say something about it. Don't mean I don't like you as a person. True. It's just you knew what you put on today. <laughs> you knew it. I mean, I was bullied growing up when I was like, yeah, around that age, like sixth grade, seventh grade-ish. And I was, I knew it was coming every week. It may not have happened every day, but I knew I was going to get bullied Every single week, I was called like tacky. They said I smelled like poop. Um, poop. Yeah, or you know, boo boo. I don't know. You know, that's sugar a, honey iced that's, tea. That's, that's, a, <laughs> that's a mature way of saying it. But boo, 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 boo. <laughs> but and then you know when I start wearing glasses, they call me four eyes. You know, and it's like it wasn't necessarily that I felt like I wanted to kill myself like a lot of kids have done these days like at least like letting it get to them so bad or affect them so much that they don't want to live anymore it wasn't I don't know it was I mean I got bullied on a regular basis but it didn't make me want to do that I got bullied a couple of times but I just got into a fight and it stopped (laughs) so it's (laughs) it's like you know I remember in third grade, I used to get bullied by a guy that was a fifth grader. And, you know, I was pretty, you know, small and light-skinned and funny-looking. You know, kind of like what I am now. Like a Muppet. Yeah, Muppet. Yeah. So, when I came into the school, he always had something to say. And he always made fun of my shoes because, you know, are you sitting down? Mm -hmm. My mother used to shop at Payless. (laughs) So, you know, from buddies to, you know, forget-me-nots to... (laughs) You know, you you know, uh, they used to start at my feet and work their way up my dress code. Wow. And some of it was funny. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you know, when you when you're getting joned on on Monday and now it's Friday and they're like, you know, is there somebody else you could join on? But he tried to shake me down for some money. And that's when I just I donated a couple of fists to his eye and I took the suspension like a man. Wow. And when I came back from suspension, you know. We were cool. You know, it stopped. But did that make you want to kill yourself, though? No, it made me want to kill him. Okay. (laughs) So how come these kids aren't, I guess, not necessarily like fighting, physically fighting back, but I guess my thing is how come these kids can't handle the 
you know, the teasing, the bullying, not saying that it's necessarily wrong or right to bully, but I'm just saying it's like that never made me want to to do that. You know, I I just I didn't take what they said seriously. Um so I I don't know, and two, it's like I I had someone to go to, like a a teacher or a parent to go to to say, "Hey, this is happening to me." So it's like do kids not have that? outlet to say hey I need help because of I'm you know being bullied I think they have more of an outlet than we did because we didn't grow up in social media mm, you true. know I didn't yeah. grow I wasn't in sixth grade with a cell phone now true. that's the norm that is true you know you can you can communicate more now than you could before you had to like get an office referral buy out some time go down to the office <laughs> sit in a chair wait for the council to show up and then by that time, it's time to go home. They're like, okay, we'll talk about this like six Thursdays from now. Right. And by then, you got into like eight fights by then. Pretty much. So my thing is, they have the, all the means and the opportunity. I was always told that this generation was tougher and harder than ours. Yeah, yeah, I don't believe that. No, not yeah. at all. Mm-mm. There used to be constant fights walking home. <laughs> right. And then no police was called, no shots were fired. It was just like, we're going to box, we're going to get it over with. And then if you still got a problem with me, Tomorrow afternoon, we're walking home. We're going to box again. Right. You know, <laughs> maybe you get a suspension. Maybe you don't. You know, you. I do believe there was a lot more standing up for yourself when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. It, it was nothing to, like, you know, okay, call somebody out for, you know, saying something that was disrespectful. Right. Um, nowadays, I do feel that the sensitivity level because you know this is going to be something that nobody likes to talk about but just think about Columbine Columbine Mm -hmm. changed how everybody thought about bullying because the guys that took those lives of those innocent people and the people that were you know bullying them I'm not I'm not condoning the bullying but just because somebody gets bullied doesn't mean that you need to take their life true you know but they decide to kill innocent people as well as themselves yeah that's like going way too far so that's what this this country started to really look at well how are you know our youth being treated and you know to put a footnote on that it it even goes all the way into being an adult mm-hmm. because people are like you know well I'm being bullied at work and I'm like you're 37 <laughs> like what does that really mean being bullied at work I mean being belittled put down I mean I know for us you know our policy is you know not to I guess I guess it would kind of fall under the same category as harassment, like not harassing someone for their, you know, their gender or Religion, their religion, right, sexual orientation or anything like that, because or at least saying something that would make them feel uncomfortable, like that's to be avoided. So it's like, I mean, what is the point of people that bully anyway? They just want to make themselves feel better and put other people down, like. I think they want to take the attention off themselves because it's something lacking in their lives. Mm. Like, I know a lot of people that do, like, act out is because, you know, they probably didn't have two-parent homes or, you know, they're being abused, so they want to, you know, give some of the abuse back to somebody else. Right. You know, there's so many, you know, different avenues you can go down with somebody who wants to bully. But if you're a bully, something's wrong with you. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to let you stop me from living my life, and I'm going to call you out on your bullying. Because I know for me, when I was growing up, I knew I was, 
I was bullied mainly because I could read better than the other kids. Including the teacher. From <laughs> at least for my age and for my grade. Yeah, I could read way better than they could. So they were jealous. So I knew the reason why I was being bullied, which is why I didn't take it seriously. So do you think it's helpful for kids to try to understand why they may be bullied to kind of help them to cope or deal with it and then take advantage of any help that they may need or at least be able to stand up for themselves? Well, the first step to recovery is admitting there's a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I got teased. I wouldn't say bullied because we're going to knuckle up at recess if it, if it was really a problem. So that didn't count. <laughs> right, it didn't count, you know, uh, because I spoke proper. Oh, you sound white and I was high yellow too. So mm, well, you, you thought know. you was cute. No, I really wasn't. I'm just saying. You know, I look like a manchi chief. You know, that's what people say <laughs> when you light-skinned it. Right. Like, you know, why you sound so white? Why? How do you say your name? I'm like, uh, you know, I sound out words. And they're like, that's not how you say that. And here in, here in uh, St. Louis, you know, the hard ERs off of every word. Her, sir. I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. It was here, there. You you talk weird. I'm like, well, you smell weird. So, you know, you know, we, we both got a problem. And then when people have a problem with how I talked and then they had a problem with, you know, I had a mother and a father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my father would show up at, at the school and they'd be like, who is that? I'm like, that's my probation officer. What do you think? I look just like him. That's my dad. Dad, what is what is that? What is dad? <laughs> <laughs> that's my father. Father? 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 Yeah, the guy that comes home. Huh? Come home. <laughs> <laughs> what are these words? We don't understand these oh, words. Oh, he's white. <laughs> Let's take his lunch. You know, so it's like, um, and I've had a temper. So that's why I didn't allow myself to be bu- bullied. And I look at my light-skinned sons now and I'm like, oh, that's where they got it from. Mm-hmm. You know, because they'll tease each other and they'll, you know, my youngest will like go from zero to 60 in one second. The next thing you know, they're tussling and I'm like, yeah, part of me doesn't want to break it up, but part of me is like, okay, you're going too far. So do you believe that we've become, because all of these tragedies have happened in relation to bullying, that we've probably become a little overly sensitive? Because nowadays it's like, you know, people may say stuff and have a right to say certain things under freeness of speech, but then always have to come back and apologize. Oh, well that was insensitive. I didn't mean to, you know, hurt this ethnic group or make this statement that sounded racist or whatever. Not, not every, not everything that comes out of somebody's mouth, it can be contributed to bullying or racist. Mm-hmm. Now, let's just get that out of the way. Right. Now there has been some over the top moments and you're like, <laughs> yeah, he needs to, or she needs to step down because right. if that's how she feels or he feels, then, you know, um, they should not have a, pos- a position of influence if they are, you know, having that that uh, type of feeling towards an ethnic group or religious group. My thing is this. I'm not going to say we because I look at things through reality. You know, um, Columbine, horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, the other school shootings, horrible. Nowadays, they don't just say, well, that person was just a bad kid. They say, well, maybe he was bullied. Right. I'm like, okay, yeah. Maybe um, he had emotional problems. Well, you know, then that's when the communication with your parents have to be that much rock solid. Cause if I'd have went home and said, Hey mom, so-and-so is talking about me in class. He was like, okay, yeah, 
Uh, sticks and stones may break your bones, but you better not lose a fight. Very true. So- <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, they can put, you know, they can say whatever they want, but if they put your their hands on you, you better. It's over. You better light them up. It's over. <laughs> right. And sometimes I go to school baiting them. Yeah. Oh, you want to fight? Is that what you want to do? Okay. You know, and then I like raise up against them. Oh, he touched me. And then, you know, <laughs> start swinging. No, but my parents used to make it very, very clear. They're like, dude, we grew up in the 60s. Mm-hmm. You ain't never going to get called anything we used to get called. No, true. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, what do you mean? And then they download their their experiences onto me. So I'm like, oh, well, yeah. Me being called white ain't that bad. Mm. <laughs> Considering. I'm not getting shot with a fire hose and exactly. being told to stand in a bread line. And right. shit. I mean, but, you know, <laughs> but be that as it may, my parents made it very, very clear that, yeah, just ignore. Mm-hmm. They don't know you. They don't right. know where you've been through. They can't say anything to you. And if you're going to allow something that somebody says to you to dictate how you feel, then you can't function in society because somebody's always going to say something to you that you're not going to like. Just don't let them put your their hands on you. So do you think, too, that maybe we live in a generation where it's all about acceptance and you have to accept me for this, and if you don't accept me, I'm I'm going to get offended or upset or kill myself or shoot up whatever. Right, the gallery is. Right. <laughs> you know what? Look, we are individuals. We do not have to accept everything. True. I can respect your position, but I don't have to like it. Right. I know a situation that I was told by a young lady that will remain nameless. Um, she was telling me about, you know, there were some girls that were, you know, teasing her because she was mixed and, you know, she don't identify herself as white or black. She identifies herself as just Mixed. being her. And I was like, <laughs> okay, yeah, I can respect that. Right. You know, but she was like, they keep bothering her and bothering her and talking about her shape and her hair and this, that, and other. So they're like, jealous. Well, right. So I'm like, you know, usually bald-headed chicks, you know, usually talk about you because they can't grow no hair out their follicles. So therefore they look at you and then they try to nitpick you and make you feel just as worse as they feel. Right. But I was like, but don't let that bother you. Just continue to ignore them. Or come back with a really snappy one-liner. Mm-hmm. That usually shuts them up. True. You know, so make, when if they're bald-headed, be like, you know what? That's why you're bald-headed. That's why you got on wig. That's why your breath smells. That's why you don't got no boyfriend. That's why your tits are small. You know, you come up with stuff like that. You know, on the, that stops bullying. Because when you address, look, think about 8 Mile. What was so good about the last five minutes of 8 Mile? Eminem addressed every situation to the point to where Papa Doc or uh, Falcon, if you're nasty, <laughs> he had nothing left to say. So right. he's sitting up there, um, uh, uh, uh nothing? Oh, right. okay. I'll right. be over here. <laughs> right. You know, if you address an issue and you shut a person up, guess what? Bullying goes bye-bye. Mm-hmm. We can have bullying eradicated in a matter of three months if you just dedicate a dollar ninety-five. <laughs> We got to we got to look. One of the best parts about getting on the school bus and coming home was you used to get joned on. Yes, and you had to jone back, exactly. or you had, that bus ride was going to be long and painful. That I think that was the best part of my like middle school years. It's like 
learning how to Joan. And, and once I learned how to Joan, I was, was really, really good at it. Yeah, I was really, it was nothing, but it was nothing for us to do. Right. You know, it was all in fun. So it, you know, it didn't matter. But my, my favorite Joan that was Joan on me was you don't got on a polo, you got on a hell no. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wranglers or rustlers. <laughs> Your jeans are so tight, I can tell what your blood pressure is. Mm. You know, stuff like that. Right. <laughs> to this day, they hold true. <laughs> but I don't see how grown men and women feel like they're being bullied at work, at the store. The cashier was bullying me. Why? Because she asked for exact change? What's wrong with you? You know. <laughs> I, I think when it comes to being adults, then it, it probably becomes harassment. I think for kids... Yeah, it's called bullying, but it's essentially the same thing. How Okay, harassment is like when you're getting called in the office and saying, you know, Rachel said that you were looking at her with a look that made her feel uncomfortable. Or just like, you know, constantly being bothered or, you know, getting unwanted attention, basically. Well, my boss gives me unwanted attention. <laughs> it's usually followed with a write-up. So is he harassing me? <laughs> That yes? I mean, it depends on what's said, too. Because, I mean... You're what... late. No. But I'm always late, so that's, that's harassment, that's right? That's not... No, that's not That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying just, you know, things that may be considered, like, insulting or insensitive to, you know, you as a person. Or, you know, certain comments that are made or, I guess, innuendos. Because, you know, when we become adults, we use a lot of innuendos. Kids don't always know what that means, so they just kind of say what they feel right. all the time. Say what you need to say. Right. But you get what I'm saying? It's like, I think bullying, the way that it starts is like when we're younger, and then as we grow up, it becomes harassment. Like, it evolves, but it's essentially... It's a butterfly. It's <laughs> <laughs> But it's essentially the same thing. I still call you out. Well, yeah. Because I, I I'm feel do like you have to little, literally draw your line in the sand and be like, all right, so what are you trying to say? Right. You know, don't give me no end to window. I can't spell it. You know, <laughs> just just tell me what your, what your problem is with me. Mm-hmm. If you can't tell me what your problem is with me, then shut up talking to me. You know, because I had, I had somebody do that to me. Like, oh, hmm, we're wearing those same shoes again, aren't we? I'm like, wait, wait, stop. Was oh, that a low-key shot? Right, wait, shoes? Come, come <laughs> here, well, come here for a second. All right, you, your stomach is spilling over your rustlers, <laughs> and you want to sit up here talking about my shoes? Is that what we're saying? Okay, tighten up that stomach. Here, here's a coupon for CrossFit, and, you know, I'll see you in 30 days. Mm-hmm. Why can't we just take what people say as a grain of salt? Why do we have because to... Because we have high blood pressure. We're not supposed to have salt when we have high blood pressure. But you know, it's like we always have to be politically correct. But I don't we deal with politics, listen. so I don't... <laughs> no, it's like we can't call... It's like we can't even call black people black people anymore. We can't, you know... They yeah, have to be colored. They... No, absolutely not. Not anymore? No. Like certain words to use, or certain words not to use like to N-word, describe... Like still use that? The what? The N-word in the own privacy of our own home. Oh, well, yeah. And among close family and friends, yes. I, and yeah. certain white people that exactly. have to have the N-word card. Exactly, yeah. There's stuff that you can't say anymore because it's offensive. And it's like, is it really offensive? 
or is it just people are just become too overly sensitive? So my thing is, and then of course, you know, we would have to abolish rap if we're going to get rid of the N word. Oh no, we can't. We can't get rid of the N word. No, because no. it explains it's half ours. our family members. It belongs to us. No, it don't. Yes, it does. It belongs to the president. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, I was practicing that one. But I, I think we sometimes you just have to have that uncomfortable conversation and just let it be what it is. Right. So you're not going to like everybody. Everybody's not going to like you. But True. if you don't let people know where you stand and how far they're going to go with you, then it, it's never going to work out. Right. Sometimes you're going to have to have a little bit of tension in the office right. because you don't like what Rachel said to you. So until we do that, people are always going to be sensitive. Right.